helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. You would never drink and drive. But if you're like many Americans, you probably have driven when you're tired without even a second thought, and this could be really dangerous. My guest today is Dr. Soma Mandel. She specializes in internal medicine with a focus on women's health, nutrition, mind-body medicine, and behavioral health with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mandel. Tell us about drowsy driving. How common is it? And It would seem to me to be just as dangerous, if not more, than texting or any of these other distracted driving. Thank you, Melanie, for having me. Um, Yes, uh, drowsy driving is uh, definitely a problem and is very dangerous. Many people do not realize how sleepy they are, but driving requires skills that are significantly reduced when you are sleep-deprived. Studies show that drowsiness can cause slower reaction time, impair judgment and vision, uh, decline to things like signs, road changes, um, and the actions of other drivers. Uh, your alertness uh, goes down, preventing you from seeing obstacles, avoiding a crash. Um, it can cause road rage, problems with processing information, and you can even fall asleep behind the wheel. Who is most at risk for drowsy driving? I mean, it, we think of it as truckers, and that's always my fear, but it's not really just the truckers, is it? Uh, Definitely, uh, commercial drivers like truckers are at risk, Uh, young people, uh, shift workers, people with undiagnosed or untreated sleep disorders, uh, uh, travelers, like uh, people who are traveling for business, if you're driving long distances without any uh, breaks, uh, driving late at night or in the afternoon, if you work more than 60 hours per week, uh, if you drink even small amounts of alcohol, that puts you at risk. Uh, taking medications that can cause sedation, like cold medications or antihistamines. And then uh, if you're jet-lagged, reduce sleep from traveling multiple time zones. So we know that we're not supposed to drink and drive, and you can avoid that by not drinking and driving. And the same goes with texting. But sometimes, Dr. Mandel, you know, you have to drive to work and you're tired, or you have to drive, pick up your children and you're tired. How do we avoid drowsy driving. Give us some of your best advice and tips for avoiding drowsy driving. Sure. Well, the first thing is to prioritize the sleep. For adults, uh, on average, we should be getting seven to nine hours. Teenagers, anywhere from eight and a half to nine and a half hours to maintain that proper alertness. Uh, And then if you are driving, uh, to schedule breaks. So every uh, 100 miles or two hours, whichever comes first. Uh, ideally, if you have a travel companion, then you can share the driving and then avoid alcohol or sedatives uh, and then read all the labels if you are taking a medication uh, to make sure that it doesn't cause any sedation. So if you do have to drive, do you have some tips for keeping ourselves kind of more alert, more awake? Does coffee work? Coffee definitely works. Uh, Coffee is actually the best. Uh, It has uh, about 135 milligrams of uh, caffeine in one cup of coffee. Uh, It takes about half an hour to get into your bloodstream. So if you are feeling fatigued, uh, the best thing to do is to take a short nap, uh, 15 to 20 minutes, but also drink a cup of coffee before you take a nap. 
because, again, it takes about 30 minutes to get into your bloodstream. Uh, monitor for signs of fatigue. So if you're turning up the radio, rolling down the window, if you're drifting or you're hitting the rubble strip on the side of the road. Um, a lot of people say, uh, you know, I was driving and then I don't remember what happened, or how, how I got to my destination. That's, that's called road amnesia, and that's a big sign of, of fatigue. So these are all things uh, to be aware of, to monitor. If you're having these issues, then uh, to stop or best, you know, take the nearest exit and, and take a nap or, if, if possible, check into a hotel and, and, and get some rest. Dr. Mandel, if you know you are an at-risk person for drowsy driving, can you take some measures, some behavioral steps or alerting devices or bright light treatments? Do any of these things help if you're somebody that one of the at-risk people? Well, the preventative measures are, are the best thing. So, again, prioritizing sleep is the best thing to do. Um, bright lights, I'm not sure if that does anything, but, again, turning up the radio or rolling down the window to let the cold air come, that's not the best way to, uh, to fight off the fatigue. Uh, so if you are feeling tired, then the best thing to do is, is to get off the road uh, and, and avoid hurting yourself. Um, again, it, it depends on what's causing the fatigue. There are certain medical conditions that can cause fatigue. So if it's a chronic issue, then it's best to go to a healthcare provider and get yourself checked out. There are many conditions like insomnia, sleep apnea. Uh, these, these are all conditions that can cause daytime fatigue, uh, but it needs a proper evaluation in order for the, the condition to be diagnosed. One of the issues I would think, Dr. Mandel, there's so many energy drinks on the market now, you know, Red Bull and such. Are people using these to combat the effects of a drowsy driving? If they have to go out and drive a long distance cross country or something, are you seeing that more and more of them are trying these energy drinks, which I don't think are so good for them anyway? Yes, the Red Bull uh, definitely has a lot of caffeine. Um, it's not the best thing to do to replace sleep. Um, however, a lot of people do do that, you know, so that they can drive or work. Uh, but when you're doing things like that um, and not sleeping properly, you're actually putting yourself into a sleep-deprived state. Um, and it takes a long time before you can catch up on sleep. Uh, and so you're constantly in sleep debt. So really, again, prioritizing sleep um, and not using caffeine as a constant aid is, is the best thing. So in just the last few minutes, Dr. Mandel, please wrap it up for us. Give us your best advice and, and important information on preventing this dangerous health habit known as drowsy driving. Uh, the best thing to do, again, is to prioritize your sleep. Uh, schedule breaks, uh, again, about every 100 miles or two hours. Share the driving with a travel companion. Avoid alcohol or any medications that can cause sedation. And then if you are driving and you find that you are fatigued, monitor for those signs. And if you do feel tired or you do find yourself falling asleep, stop driving. Go to the nearest exit or rest area and find a place to sleep for the night. Uh, get a cup of coffee. Uh, get a short nap, 15 to 20 minutes, and then let someone else take the wheel if possible. 
It is so dangerous, and you've given us such great information here today. You're listening to SMG Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.